ladies night, you guys. We made it through the pilot episode. This is not just for the girls, the gays, and the theys. This is for the he's and the hims as well. Because guess what, men? We talk about a lot of secrets and insight on here. And maybe you could learn a thing or two all to benefit you. Uh, but I am your host, Emma Parkhouse. We're here for ladies night season one, episode two. So thank you for joining us. Uh, if you're new, welcome. If you're back, Thanks for coming back and sticking with the podcast. We have a lot of more great content for you tonight as well. We are back with one of our favorites, drum roll, Sydney. Hi. <laughs> yes, so it won't just be me talking again tonight, but we do have Sydney back on the air with us today. Uh, we'll start out with, I guess, a quick little life update as we let you know on the first episode. We were going to keep you up to date with the boys slash men all categorize a little different in our lives and how they're doing and how we are proceeding with them. I personally have dropped them all. <laughs> the crop is barren. They're all gone. Took a little weed whacker. Everybody's out. Any type it's, of farming analogy. Any type of farming with. analogy. We talked about this last time. For the I, winter season. For I, the winter season. <laughs> yes. I am alone. <laughs> There's no winter grass. We didn't plant any seeds, which that sounds very pregnancy related, which it's not <laughs> at all. Uh, seeds of pregnancy, very different. We, Just, are, no. we got we got rid of the male species in its entirety. Uh, baby boy slash princess. Femme. Oh, yeah. He, he got a new name, princess. Uh, Princess Sha Femme. Princess Shabalaba Ding Dong. <laughs> oh, no, not that one. Oh. But uh, Princess Femme, Baby Boy, whatever you want to call. Love. Um, oh, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, so we spent Halloween together, even posted about it. You know, it was great. It Very was going public. really good. Uh, he was super progressive about things in a good way. And then, like most men, it's their specialty. Bye. He <laughs> Post Halloween, there were still some ghosties in a, in his house apparently. He was because he's gone, feeling spooky. He's gone, really taking Halloween to the next level yeah. after Halloween is over. Exactly, he uh, he disappeared. So we're back on the ghosty gang, and he will be done. Uh, he is done. He, not, he, he is will not. Be he done. will be. You're right. He is done. So that's a little update for that. Everyone else, I have essentially just decided that. I'm kind of done with the male species for a hot minute. And we'll talk about this a little bit later on in the episode as to why. Because something so frustrating, not once, not twice, but three times on separate occasions has been said to me in regards to my life and having a male figure as a significant other in it. But with that, Sydney, any updates you'd like to give us? Um, no, I don't think I really have an update. I don't think. I'm still... Nah, window boy is still kind of yeah. sitting steady. He's still sitting in the, in the window. Pane. He's still sitting in the window. He's just chilling, and I'm just I'm there. I don't really know what's going on. I don't think I should talk about it out loud because I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Like you can't put it into words. Just yeah. Yet. There's no words. There's no sentence that can be formulated to this. And let's just say it's very interesting. Interesting is a great word. Having my friends pick me up at 3 o'clock in the morning because I'm crying. Not ideal. Not ideal. But now I can check that off of the things that I never want to do ever again. So I guess that's the most update. <laughs> Other than it's pretty much the same. Yeah. Last time we talked about this, you were like, he's never made me cry. 
Just kidding. <laughs> Box checked on list. Uh, per usual, as men do. However, this episode, because the pilot and this one this weekend from here on out, were posted a little later than we originally planned for the launch date, we didn't get to do a special spooky Halloween episode talking about ghosting stories and whatever. However, I figured, and which I kind of teased a little bit last time, brought up pagan witchcraft. Oh, God. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes, it sounds absolutely terrifying. However, I'm not a psychopath. I do not hex people. I do not do voodoo dolls. I am not like an evil, hateful witch. Um, however, I am a witch. It is like a lunar witch slash kitchen witch. And I will explain that. I've actually done some witchcraft things with Sydney. Oh, God. <laughs> and on Halloween, it was a full blue moon. And I took full advantage of the lunar powers that evening and the energies that they provide and the cleansing spirits that they enhance to do some witchcraft stuff. But before I get into that, I'll let Sydney, because it is an outside perspective, kind of break down for you guys how it's a little bit more interesting rather than terrifying. I honestly, when she would talk to me about like her witchcraft, you know, I think I automatically think Hocus Pocus. I don't know why. It is just the number one thing that I see in my head. And that's what I was expecting. I was expecting full-blown Hocus Pocus Twist type. the bones. Exactly. Like, I imagine <laughs> you standing in front of a cauldron, dancing, like, chanting. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> but that was nowhere close to what she showed me. I was honestly, it was my curiosity that got the best of me. And now I can say that I have experienced it. Yeah, I, uh, full disclosure, I did do, I guess, spell, incantation, whatever you want to say. Um, I did use a source of energies to do one for Sydney and with Sydney. And I don't typically, I'll start with Ouija boards, Dark Realm, spirits, spirits, those kinds of things scare the living bejesus out of me. Like, never have I ever done a Ouija board, never will I ever do a Ouija board, yeah. and never will I ever do something to open another space mm -hmm. that is negative or scary or demonic in any way. I think the best way to put it is the way that you, you use your witchcraft is for the positive energy. It is. That's like, exactly what I do. And that's exactly what she showed me. And it wasn't freaky in the way to like where it was scary. It was like freaky, like, oh my God, like the things that I felt, the chill down my spine and like the switch of energy that I felt, like it was honestly, it was in a very, like, I don't even know, like it was crazy. Like I, how many more times am I going to say like, <laughs> <laughs> how many more times? Um, it was just very, I don't even know how to say it. Like. It's, oh, there we go. There it is again. <laughs> it's different for someone who's never experienced it, but it's almost, I guess, makes you speechless or take your breath away when you actually sit down mm -hmm. and be a part of it. Because with Sydney, it was like a an incantation of finding the pureness in a love. Very specific. <laughs> we use You use white candles for things like that because it's clean it's pure energy uh it's a genuine flame that goes with it and this is a whole other thing to explain but reading flames and the way that they move 
is a part of this as well. So when I did this, I melted the wax of the white candle. I don't typically use blood magic, but it is a large part of pagan witchcraft. I only choose to use it for like the greater good, never if it hurts you, and it's always optional. Sydney wanted to, so it was a little paper did. cut. It yeah, didn't you hurt literally bad. just cut like the tiniest part of your palm where you know the most blood comes from, like with easiest flow. Or you can even, if you wanted to, prick your finger. Yeah, and do it. That's literally what it was, and I bleed very easily. So just like a little tiny prick, and I was just gushing blood from my fingertip, and it was, it was a paper cut. It did not hurt, and it went away in the next day. Exactly, and so I don't ever post rituals or spells or anything that I do because it is private and it is an energy harness thing that you do on your own rather than sharing with people and yes you can but because it's such a sacred space of meditation and focus I would rather not have like a camera there so it was for Sydney's experience specifically it was just the two of us this candle we put her blood into the flames. We did the incantation. All of the lights were off. And it was while I was manifesting things and kind of speaking them into existence, I had a list of things for Sydney to visualize and focus on at the same time. And the best thing I've ever done, and I don't even know how I did it, I blew out the candle after oh, we were God. done. <laughs> Sydney and I both open our eyes and the flame comes back. <laughs> Like, it comes back. That's the part where... I don't know how I did it. That's the part where I was actually left speechless. Like, I had no words or, like, expression at that moment because I... Like, the flame was out. We were sitting in pure darkness. Yeah, there was no ember. There was a fan on and above us, so the air would have blown it out. Yeah. Um, it was also like three o'clock in the morning and we had yeah. ramen noodles next to us. We did. We had, a, I literally burnt my mouth 20 seconds before this whole thing started on a cup of ramen noodles. Not even just ramen noodles. It was specifically cup of noodles. Yes. So this is the most like, I guess you can say hocus pocus basic craft that I can hone, but I am an empath, which means I feel people's energies I'm very sociable and I pick up on things very quickly as whole, like for locations, rooms, people, groups, anything, you name it. I kind of feel it and connect with it right off the bat. So for me to get into pagan witchcraft, which I don't even know how I can tell you that I actually really got into it. I've just always loved, first of all, movies like Hocus Pocus, which is a terrible example, but things like <laughs> Practical Magic. Yeah. Um, I've never watched that movie, actually. It's so good. If you've never watched it, Practical Magic, it's Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman when they're in, like, their early 20s. And oh, it's okay. phenomenal. Okay. It's so good. One of my top favorite movies of all time. But I've always just been interested in that. I've always been interested in natural healing properties. Uh, this goes with it, but it doesn't. I'm a very sensitive skinned person to absolutely everything. So finding organic home remedies. I'm always cruelty-free with products that I use. So being able to do things like sage and making like herbal teas for healing and whatnot, that's so interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, being able to write down different charts and incantations and reading flames into a book. I like legit got a handmade leather bound book. 
It's called A Book of Shadows or a Grimoire and A Quill and Ink, and I actually write it. A quail and ink. Yeah, Sydney <laughs> thought it was a quail and ink. So sis over here thought I was writing with an entire bird, yes. not a feather. No, a bird. So, a bird. Like one, like a little birdie from like Tempe. You just grab one and go. You, you just grab a bird off the street, dip it in some ink, and there you go. It's but like my whole, I wanted apple juice or whatever I said. We <laughs> did. We went through a drive-thru one time and she... Ordered apple juice, got a box of orange juice, and goes, this tastes disgusting. (laughs) Indeed, it was completely the wrong juice. But uh, to reiterate, I don't do scary things, don't do dark things. I use it for healing properties um, and for good to sage homes, uh, to make your body feel better without sounding weird, I guess. Um, I will honestly say, like, I am a very... I don't even know how to explain it. I get sick very easily and I have a very sensitive stomach. So anything that I can find that is very natural and very healthy, organic, whatever, I will do it just so that I can feel better. And there was a time where I did go vegetarian for like a couple months and my health changed drastically. So I will definitely, I will support it. I will suggest it, recommend it to any person that I know. Because yeah. it is it has so many, like, good properties and people just don't even realize it. Exactly. So I only try and promote light, good energy, positivity. On Halloween, like I mentioned, there was a full blue moon. And this that month of October was really special and filled with a lot of energy and healing property anyway. Because we started the month on the 1st of October with a regular full moon in its cycle. Finished the month with a full moon, but not just a full moon, a blue moon. And that is excessively rare for so many reasons, hence the saying once in a blue moon. Um, But I collected like distilled water in glass jars with corks so that the water can be used for a variety of things. Um, I laid out a like three moon altar and I charged the water, charged a variety of crystals that I had. And my book of shadows, I didn't start writing in it and I didn't start using it until I was able to do a natural blessing, which essentially just meant that I used my blood to bless the book um, and I let it charge in the light on the altar with an incantation of healing property and let it kind of just absorb all of that energy. And what that does is it's almost a thanks to the universe and an empowerment for what you're writing to be spoken word. So that's also why I don't do anything dark is because I never want to speak something into the universe that is bad or that I don't truly mean. So we keep it, we keep it go. We, we keep, keep it, it PG we, here. We keep it, we keep it natural. We keep it love based and <laughs> things like that. And also for those of you that, that don't know, studies have proven that when you physically connect yourself to some body of the earth, so whether it's pure water, grass, not fake grass, like actual grass, dirt, sand, leaves, whatever, if you walk along the earth without shoes on and you connect the physical parts of your feet, your hands, whatever, if you're laying down, it promotes good health. So when I did this, I did this in a bed of grass and I did it without shoes. So I connected myself fully and as cliche as this may sound, like I became one with the earth so that I could harness all of the energy. And that sounds absolutely crazy when I say it, 
but it makes me feel like I'm more in control and more relaxed. Yeah. But as we all do when we are disconnected from the world and trying to be with our inner selves. It, it, it's really a form of meditation, too. Like, you can sound as crazy as you want, <laughs> saying, like, I'm a witch, and people joke about it all the time with me, and I joke back, too, to be 100% fair. <laughs> um, never serious when it's joking about things like voodoo dolls, like I said before, no. but... Keeping it PG over here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's something that I Positive. am very interested in, something I spend in my free time doing, researching, and participating in. <laughs> Uh, but since we didn't give you a Halloween episode, that was something I just wanted to give you a little bit of insight on. Uh, if you are interested, follow us on Ladies Night's Twitter. We made an official Twitter page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's <laughs> at Ladies Night underscore pod, P-O-D, for a podcast, obviously. Um, leave comments on there. I'll post some pictures of my stuff on there just so you guys can see it. But it's super cool, super fun. If it freaks you out, that's okay. That's cool. You don't have, you don't have to be part of it. It's just that's everyone, just part of me. Everyone has their own opinion. At first, I will honestly admit I was terrified when she first told me. She's but scared of my witch nails. She got me. She poured me a little shot of tequila. We called it a night, and I sat there and I experienced it. And I'm I can now check that off of the things I never thought I would do. Tequila and witchcraft. <laughs> tequila and witchcraft. <laughs> we knew the tequila, not yeah. the witchcraft. But tequila is my best friend. Tequila witchcraft. Tequila it's, brings it's always out Catherine. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, <laughs> very specifically, I'm going to give two shout outs right now. Uh, one to someone I used to work with. He DM'd me and told me, you know, that he was listening to the pilot of this podcast. And he goes, but I just never want to meet Catherine. <laughs> none of us do, sis. Yeah, none, none of, of us want to meet Catherine. I don't even want to meet Catherine. She and is Catherine. She I, doesn't want to meet Catherine. And tonight at dinner, I did not want to be Catherine. Exactly. So, and the other shout out actually goes to my really good friend, Miles Tucker. Oh, uh, Miles. We are working on a portfolio project for the same class, but individually. And it's kind of our work media portfolios. And he took a whole section of his own personal portfolio where he kind of shared other work that he supports. And he made a section about Ladies Night. And oh, my God. That's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and he sent it to me and was like, what do you think of my portfolio? And I opened that and it was something I saw and it just really made me feel loved and very special that I have a friend that is supporting it and posting about it on their platforms as well. And Miles always holds a special place in my heart because that's who I did my first ever podcast with when I did Talk About It Tuesdays, which you can still listen to on Spotify and Apple Playlists or Apple Podcasts is on there. Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, shout out to both of them for making funny comments about Catherine and then promoting the show as well. But back to our favorite topic. Oh. As always. <laughs> Men. Oh, not really. Not just men, kind boys. of boys. Boys, you're right. It's this one is interesting. This, this one gets gets me going. This one will light the spark in me. Is that the right phrase? I don't really spark know. Spark the light. I don't know. I don't we know. don't. We don't know these phrases. I don't well. use phrases. <laughs> yes, but um, on several occasions, all separate, I was telling someone about you know, the things that I do, my internship, working, going to school, having my own apartment, a list of things that I was thriving at, stepping my foot into, whatever. And all of their responses 
aligned with something along the lines of, oh, who's your man's? Yeah. Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not have a stroke here. Really yeah, <laughs> I really did. I didn't even know what to say to that because the fact that I myself as a single woman working, interning, going to school, putting myself through school, living on my own, doing all of these things collectively by myself is the emphasis that someone's response is what, like, who's your man? Like what would, even if I did have a boyfriend, fiance, husband, whatever, what would they have to do with my individual success and the things that I'm progressing in? And why is that the first response that both guys and girls gave me on different occasions why is that your first thought that's what I want exactly know. Like, why does that have to be like the very first thing that you say like I can't relate to it in the sense where I've had like men and women tell me that but I've had like other people tell me like oh, oh who's you, your boyfriend who's your boyfriend or like you bought a house you bought a car like oh daddy's money and I'm like actually no let me let me lay it down for you here really quickly like Nowhere near that at all. Yeah, the daddy's money is a thing um, because neither one of us really lived that way. My parents were very adamant on like, you will kind of become the person you are on your own in terms of finances as well. And it's a blessing and a curse, but I'm glad at the end of the day, I'm glad they did it because I know I can support myself no matter what. Yeah. However, it just really bothers me that it does. They, and like, we're like ni- it. we're not 1950s housewives. Like no. you're not giving me a pat on the back for making like a good pot roast dinner. I can make a good pot roast dinner and still kick butt in the world. Like I don't know what you want me to do. Like, yeah, no, I really. It's not one or the other. It's gonna be both of them here. I do have to revoke Cardi B's line in WAP where she says, "I don't cook, <laughs> I don't clean," because I cook and I clean. Like I do everything. But there is no man involved. I do not do this for a man. Exactly. I do not do this for a man. Like, if I had a man, yes, I would do things for you. That's not the point. I just want to know why people from an outside perspective assume that my personal success as a female has something to do with possibly having a relationship or a male figure as a significant other because that just doesn't line up with me. And that just goes out to the people. You know who you are. You know who... You freaking are. <laughs> like, I'm just going to really drop that needle there. You know who you are that says this type of shit. Sorry. That's okay. Okay. We're but. we're listed as explicit, so <laughs> you, can, you can say shit. But, um. Like, just, I really, it blows my mind because you wouldn't say that to your mother. You wouldn't say that to your sister or your girlfriend. Why would you think that it is right to say that to someone that you're friends with or that you are just having a conversation with? Yeah, I almost feel like it's asking someone, it's one of those questions or things that you don't say like, oh, how old are you or how much do you make? It's just- How much do you weigh? Yeah, it's not necessarily (laughs) a taboo topic, but that's really bold of you to assume. And from my perspective, I'll straight up say, like, it's rude for you to assume. My favorite thing, though, is when they are so confident in saying that because they think they're in the clear and they think they're right. And then you're like, oh, I do this for myself. Yee. I do it for myself. I don't have anyone else paying for me. Like, this is all me. And the Precisely. face that they make, the look on their face is what makes it so priceless. Yeah, because I told a couple of them after I had my mini stroke as you heard prior to this, uh, I told them, no, part of the reason that I probably am 
progressive in the ways that I am and getting things done the way that I am is because there is no man. There's no one holding me back or making me second guess myself about the things that I do as there never should be. And the next time I get into a relationship, you're funny if you think that he will not support it because I won't be in a relationship that someone with someone who does not. But I think Sydney made a good point earlier that it's like you can see super hot woman driving down the street in a nice car and someone's going to ask her, what does your husband do? That's like the biggest thing on the plate face. Yeah, not like, not what do you do or anything along those lines. They're just going to assume what masculine figure in your life is providing this lifestyle for you. Like, no, sis. She's a doctor. She made her own money. She got her own car. She has her own bank account. Like, there is... I just... I hate the stereotype. I hate it. It's 2020. And aside from the fact that I'm a feminist... It's almost 2021. Like, it's almost 2021. We've accepted everything else. Why haven't we accepted that? Well, and what's crazy is, yes, it's almost 2021, but this should have been accepted years ago. I know. This, This stereotype should have died a long time ago. And... Granted, we only got the right to vote a hundred years ago as women, so I guess I'll take that. But a hundred years too late. Like that's what Yes, very much so. I but really, I can't support I think anyone's saying that with the generation that we are in and seeing how active everybody is in the world now and how everyone is okay to like put their opinions out and just leave it out there instead of just hiding it in the shadows. I think that in the future, down the road, there are some good things that could happen to this. Like, we could kill that stereotype. Yeah. If we just keep trying. So, please keep trying for my sake, your sake, your sisters, your mom, your girlfriend, everybody. Everybody. So, ladies, keep doing you. Keep getting your bag for yourself and because you're very capable of doing things on your own, in a relationship, whatever. You do you because you are you. Um, yes. Anyone <laughs> else, and this isn't even just like for guys saying that because I did have a girl say that to me. It's just, if a girl is telling you this, even if a guy is telling you this, don't assume that it's at the will of a significant other. Like congratulate them or comment on them having their own success as an individual. Yeah, That's just, that was kind of whack to me. I, uh, so honestly, I don't know. My favorite thing this actually happened to me is an ex of mine. Yeah. I'm not going to say which one. <laughs> you know who you are if you're listening, if you're not blocked, but. If you're not blocked, you're <laughs> um, blocked from Google and Apple po- exactly. podcasts. <laughs> um, I, he found out that I had, after we had broken up, that I bought a new car for myself. I bought a house within like a four month period of between the two. And his reaction to was, to all of this was, so like, is your mom paying for this? Is your dad paying for this? Like, do you have a rich boyfriend? I'm like, no, sweetie. Baby. Baby. You dumped me, and I thought, what would be the best revenge? (laughs) Success. Success. Honestly. Exactly. He, this person, this ex, hated seeing me happy. So that was what drove me to my success. And... I want to kill that stereotype in his head because he has sisters, he has cousins, he has fr- girlfriends, unfortunately. Um, like, you are really going to put yourself out there as that guy, that type of guy? Like, that's not cute. That's ugly. No. And never do I ever support, like, you doing something 
to like shove it in someone's face or an ex's oh, face. Yeah. No, but no. the <laughs> difference here is like you having personal growth and knowing that a previous relationship, what they never wanted for you was to be happy on your own or successful on your own. But taking that time to grow and do exactly that after you're not together, phenomenal. Yeah. Do it. Do whatever you can for yourself, whether you're in or out of a relationship because, and not in a sappy or depressing way, but at the end of the day, all you have is you. Exactly. You can always rely on yourself and count on yourself, but sometimes you have to be able to depict that mm-hmm. when you're when you're in a relationship or when yeah. you're out of a relationship. When you're in a relationship... It is not one depends on the other. It is you balance each other out. Yes. You're equals. Exactly. And that is what that relationship had lacked. This person, this ex, really had me depending on him for so long. Codependency is toxic to the max. It it turned into into manipulation. And so turning myself around, finding my happiness, gaining my success, that was the biggest reward to me. And I can only thank him for all of that crap. As it should be. Cue Ariana Grande. Thank you, next. Thank you, thank, next. Thank you, Alexa, for playing that. <laughs> um, but, you know, sometimes I think I know everything. Sydney thinks she knows everything. Together, we think we know all. Catherine thinks it's, she's the queen. Exactly. Like. <laughs> sometimes it gets a little crazy and a little lost in translation there. However, you know who really does know best and honestly yes. this this time and for a good portion of time next week the only time you'll ever hear me say this person knows best the first time in 21 years probably the first time in 21 years is mother mother, mother knows, knows best, best. <laughs> um shout out her name actually is Teresa mother Teresa oh, oh uh, my god I did not put that together yes <laughs> I call my mom Linda even though like I said her name is Teresa I call this glorious woman Linda because I love her to death but this this lady does not listen so have y'all seen the video where it's the little boy he's like Linda 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 Linda, listen, Linda. Linda, Linda, listen. <laughs> that makes so that much is, sense. That is literally me to my mother I um, on- in the best way. I honestly thought you were just calling your mother Linda just to be, like, a dick. I was like, no, oh no. My God. I call her Linda because sis doesn't listen. I could, <laughs> when we were living together, I could tell her on a Monday night, hey, mom, I'm going to go to Sydney's on Tuesday and we're going to go to dinner. Tuesday, my mother will call me. Oh my god! Where are you? That was are you at work? Literally, what the are you phone doing? Call. The phone call I just had with my mom before we started filming. <laughs> exactly, literally. It's but it's for anything. I could sit down, have a full conversation with her. Yeah, and then ten minutes later, something gets brought up from that conversation, and she would be like. We never talked about that. It's either that. What do you mean? <laughs> it's either that or they only pick like the bad parts of the conversation. Yes. So I feel like. Selective hearing. I feel like that's a Filipino mom thing. Uh, oh! <laughs> I honestly feel like it is a Filipino mom thing. I've had too many strokes for one episode. <laughs> Literally, our Filipino mothers don't have selective hearing no, and do not listen. They but have. Filipino mother syndrome. That is what Filipino they have. mother syndrome. PM. They have PMS. Our mothers have PMS. For those of you that don't know. Um, point being, I call my mom Linda because, like I said a million times, we love her. Sis has a special, special way of hearing things or just not hearing them at all. So, <laughs> next 
or yeah, next week, uh, we're going to be uh, sitting down with Mother Teresa, Linda. We also call her T-Rex, and we'll dive into that a little bit when we talk to her. Uh, but we'll sit down, and we'll get a full Mommy Knows Best episode and just go over a bunch of different things. You can get to meet one of my parents and kind of see how they act, and maybe you'll understand <laughs> some of the ways that I am because of them. Oh so goodness. we'll have to we'll have to put that one into play for sure. But Sydney, thank you for coming on again. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, I like talking. So anything to talk. Yeah. <laughs> this is recorded talking that we just put yeah. out everywhere for everyone to hear. Better but, better than me talking to myself. Yes. <laughs> and I am going to for you guys open up a chat form on Twitter. Uh like I said before, the new Twitter for Ladies Night is at Ladies Night underscore pod, P-O-D. You can follow us on there, like our tweets, get episode updates, fun little things to interact as well. Drop some questions that you want to hear from yes. my mom. If there's something just, hey, my mom thinks this. What does your mom think? Anything you want, drop it. Let me know. I'll add it into the next episode and converse about it. For those of you that already know because you're listening to us or don't know, you can find us on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or you can log on to Anchor FM and you can find it all on there. It's going to be Ladies Night hosted by Emma Parkhouse. That's me. Um, I hope you guys come back again every Friday night. So this is Friday night. You can listen to it whenever though. But next Friday, a whole new episode will be posted with me and my mom, Sydney. You won't see me for a while. I won't see you for a while. No, they won't. Oh, we'll you guys. See. Okay, I was like, why would I see you? <laughs> I'm literally going to see you on Saturday. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, exactly. So <laughs> I'll see Sydney. You guys won't get to hear Sydney, so. The next time you'll see me, I will be an old lady. Yes, her birthday is coming up in December on the 3rd. Yeah. She's going to be, it's her Taylor Swift year. Ugh, gross, 22. I hate that. <laughs> Uh, she feels like an old person. Yes. She's not old, but she is going to be 22. So maybe old we'll stuff. do like a special birthday episode leading up to that and talk about some festivities and how we celebrate here in Arizona. How we do it. And as <laughs> ASU students, yes, how we do it precisely. Exactly. But follow us on our platforms. Make sure you're listening every week. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell your dog. Tell your goldfish. Tell everybody your tell, goal, your challenge is to get one new listener for me this week. Yes. Tell somebody about Ladies Night. Text your ex. Text that toxic no. ex. No. <laughs> okay, so Sydney's birthday episode is canceled for <laughs> that exact comment. But the tell, one thing tell everybody have. except for your ex. No. This, this podcast <laughs> is for you to get over your ex and realize that you're better and that you're doing well, maybe better. Well, your ex needs to hear that they were... A piece of crap. Maybe, but we'll wait on that one. But obviously you like it because you're back here for that second episode. So share it with someone that you think would enjoy <laughs> grabbing a glass of wine, sitting down, and listening to me and all my little goofy friends talk for yes. a short period of time. But we're going to give you a virtual hug. Yes. Each listener. Virtual each new, hug. Each new listener is going to get a virtual hug because you know why? We're COVID safe here. <laughs> yes, we're COVID safe and we're also um, on the radio. So yes. okay. we can't really <laughs> hug you. But... Uh, virtual hugs for everybody <laughs> new listeners thank you for my returning listeners we love you don't forget to fill up that glass of wine before you turn off this podcast and we'll talk to you next friday have a great night ladies